0: It's Football Friday on The Fan. It's a man's game now.
1: This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty.
2: Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the
0: latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more.
1: Football Friday with Danny and Dusty on 1080. We have great expectations. The Fan.
2: All right, out number two, Danny and Dusty with you on this Football Friday. Hey, little football news here. The awards are coming out via Jim Nagy of the Senior Bowl. And I I find this uh, very interesting because they they have votes that are released on by their teammates on each specific team. Uh, Evan Williams of the University of Oregon was voted on by the wide receivers and running backs as the draft star of this week of practices for the national team. Meanwhile, Oregon State's Talese Fuaga was named... The defense or draft star for the team vote by the defensive linemen and linebackers. So lo- two local guys, one from the Ducks, one from the Beavers, voted on by their teammates at the Senior Bowl practices as the players of the week in their respective positions.
3: That's not bad, man. No, it's not at all. It's also really interesting scrolling through the the list of, of guys that were named like their position groups and stuff like that. There just there's just a lot of dudes at this at the senior bowl. And I just yeah. keep going back to that of like yeah. how different three years ago, everybody, oh, it's the end of bowl games and uh, senior Bowls losing all its luster and how things are shaping out. Man, it's taken a pretty yeah. drastic shift back the other way in a very short amount of time.
2: And credit goes to Jim Nagy, who is the director of it. He is a former NFL scout. He is a guy that uh, he's put his heart and soul in kind of like spearheaded like the whole charge to make the Senior Bowl something that guys want to go and play in, make it beneficial for them and their draft stock and make it an actual event again. And it is. I mean, there's some there's the who's who in college football. It should be of no surprise that Iowa's punter was named the special team player. Yeah, no. Player of the-
3: not, not 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 at all. Also, I mean, <laughs> you've also got Arizona and USC's running backs, who are two of the top-rated yeah. running backs in this class. It's it's pretty a, good. It's not a great running back class, but Marshawn Lloyd and, and uh, Michael Wiley were, were named for, respectively for their teams. Not too shabby. It's less about where these guys are going in the in the draft or where their, their draft stock is at. It's the fact that they're at this game. Yeah as number one uh, I believe I believe Wiley's one of the underclassmen. I Lloyd is 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 a senior, but you look at these guys that otherwise would have just skipped and gone, you've got top end offensive line talent, you've got top end quarterback talent, you've mm-hmm. got top end DB talent, you've got top end running back talent. Like
2: well, Javon Bullard, who's from Georgia, he's at this game, too, and he picked up the, uh, on the American team, the other team from, he picked up the honor that Evan Williams did on the other side. So it's like, you get some really damn good players out I mean, of
3: there. you get Spencer Rattler, you were talking about name recognition, and Ladd McConkey. like, there's there's a lot of Ladd dudes. Ladd McConkie's
2: been crossing dudes up.
3: Crossing them up. The the, the latest, of the Julian Edelman. Like, this era. is,
2: well, Bill Belichick not being in the NFL, he is going to be so pissed. Uh, he's just going to be like, I, I just want to coach whatever team Lad McConkie's on next year. Let him draft. But uh, it, pretty cool to see uh, the recognition getting passed down to the local guys.
3: Yeah, and, and Penix got the uh, national team vote for the quarterback.
2: Hey, oh, Michael Penix Jr. It's weird to see that some people don't have him. First-round grade at all
3: now. There, there was, uh, God, I can't remember who it was. There was somebody in the NFL world the other day who said that they had talked to a couple scouts in the NFL that they did not have Michael Penix getting drafted. <laughs> now, if you look hard enough. Injury
2: history, older quarterback, played with the best receivers in college football. Sure. People Great offensive line, him, all whatever. those things. He'll get drafted. If
3: you, if you look hard enough in any sport you will find a scout for every opinion. That will always... Yeah. There were people... And they're the willing ones willing to talk. There were people last year going into the NBA draft who said Victor Wemanyama is just not... It's all... It's not real. I'll believe it when I see it. He's not. And, He's an alien. He's not real. Yes. That mother bleeper is not real. Get him off this plane. That's That's what he is. But you will find this... For anyone and everyone, it doesn't it doesn't matter. There is a scout out there, whether it's an axe to grind, being willfully stupid. Like there there are people right now who are sitting there talking about. I, I saw this with with the Chicago Bears and Caleb Williams. We'll talk about that in a little bit. That Caleb Williams, it's it's basically a, this whole thing is a psyop that it's, it's all it's all social media clicks. He actually can't play the quarterback position and that he's not an elite prospect and he really shouldn't even be looked at as anything more than a day three or later guy. And I'm just sitting there going.
2: Yeah, I don't think that's correct. I don't think he's the slam dunk uh, Andrew Luck, though. No, I don't think he's no. Andrew Luck. And like there, there was this thing that Daniel Jeremiah actually, had, during the show, we... we I saw a quote tweet of Daniel Jeremiah said, I never said this, but somebody had tweeted out that Daniel Jeremiah had said that, uh, of the NFL network draft analyst said that Caleb Williams is Andrew luck. LeBron James can't miss prospect. And Daniel Jeremiah's like, I never said that. <laughs> like, I don't know where this is coming from. So there's a lot of BS that just gets spewed everywhere too, where it's just not real. It's not real at all. It's like, Okay, well, where are we getting this information from? Just, just slow down a little bit. If it's not coming from the horse's mouth, if you're not hearing it, and if it, especially if it's an anonymous scout, yeah, that you're hearing it Push from,
3: your, they, come on, they now. either need to put their name or which team they work for. But there are Got credible
2: people, and Daniel Jeremiah is a credible person. Yes. I like there's very few of them that you sit there and you'll hit your wagon to. Uh Jeremiah is one of them, but he's he's even having to get out in front of the, some of the fake aggregator sites that are saying, no, he said this. No, he didn't say that at all. Didn't say it at all. It's good times. Okay. Uh, well, hey, we knew that this was coming, but here we are. It's finally here. What the Big Ten and SEC have to say about the state of college football. Danny and Dusty on the fan.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: This is a football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty, brought to you
2: by the Odyssey app
1: on 1080 The Fan. Quick
2: update to our poll: It's sports. It's Groundhog's Day. So, which sports Groundhog Day needs to end? in our area.
3: It's groundhog day. We so need so let's resolu- go back to that poll.
2: We need a resolution to this. Uh vote below is the poll. Blazers missing a star that means uh to to refresh your memories here. Surrounding a star with talent, getting a second star here. Ducks getting over the hump and getting a title. Football or basketball. Beavs not being Little Brother or Major League Baseball to Portland. Currently, uh, Blazers missing a star, 34% of the vote. MLB to Portland, 31.2%. Ducks getting a title, 249 And Beeves not being Little Brother any longer, 9.8%. This is tight, and it's been consistent throughout. So go and vote. At Danny Dusty on Twitter. The SEC and Big Ten, they're doing what we all thought they were going to do. They are joining forces a la The Alliance. Mm. And they are coming together in order to formulate a plan moving forward with athletic directors, university presidents, and chancellors from those two conference conferences that moving forward will help shape what college football looks like. And I think this is something that we, we all knew that this was going to happen at some point, but I'm... I'm all for it. They are the two biggest power brokers in sports now.
3: Yeah, I mean, this both feels like the we're not here to actually uh, disrupt the NCAA, and then we're going to go back, fast forward eighteen months, and just go, "Hey, remember that thing where they said they weren't there to disrupt the NCAA? This was step one of getting yeah. rid of the NCAA." Yeah, that's what this is. There, there, we've we've talked about this with the um, the different commissioners over the last two years now that we've done the show, and the one thing we always Mention is power vacuums and where that vacuum kind of created, whether it was Sankey or, or whether it's and who had what leverage at what point in time and who did or didn't capitalize. There is a power vacuum right now in the overlying power structure of college football and college sports in general. And if you look at how things are shaping up, the biggest power brokers are coming into gobble it all up because if it's not them, it will be somebody else. And if you look at how Mm -hmm. all of this stuff has progressed over the last five, 10 years, every single one of these opportunities that presents itself, it is a, it is a land grab of epic proportions every single time, but it always starts with the annexation of Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. It's always, it's it's (laughs) always the little thing, right? It's always like, you know, what what is what is the one little piece that comes here, and then the little piece that comes here, and then you look down and you go, We're surrounded.
2: This is where you look at they're saying we don't want to try to break away from the NCAA. Mm-hmm. But everybody in the NCAA is looking at them and saying, All right, you guys need to tell us what you want. And this is this is where it all came from is that they had their leadership meetings in the NCAA in Phoenix last month and Greg Sankey was asked straight up Big Ten and the SEC just need to tell us what you guys want and then we can start going from there and that's where it starts I mean when you look at the fact that those two conferences have 34 schools spanning 27 states and make 25 million dollars more annually on football television rights alone, alone that than all of the other conferences that is where you go yeah, they should have a a more of a say, and they will have more of a say in all of this, because as the current Division One Council, and we have to remember, the D1 Council is not just the Power Five. No. The D1 Council has 40 members on it. Only six representatives of the 40 are from Power Four conferences. Pac-12, dead, you're gone, you don't count anymore. Yes. So of the Power Four conferences, only six seats at that table of 40 are from the true the power rest. brokers yeah. of college sports. And those aren't all from the Big Ten and the SEC, right? Those That includes the ACC and the Big 12 as well. So what the Big Ten and SEC are saying is that, look, we know we are more powerful than our counterparts. We do need to formulate a plan. And I think it's the right way to go about it. If the NCAA wants to have any semblance of, its, of what it looks like. Existence. To have those two go and break off and have a little powwow and then come back and say, all right, this is how we're going to play the game because it is not—it's not level footing, and it no. never has been level footing from the Power Five we've, to everybody we've else. Stop pretending. And we've we've taken these small steps where we have, you know, the autonomous five is what the Power Five is, where they do play by a different set of rules than everybody else. Now that you have Charlie Baker, the head of the NCAA, who has gone came through, in in remember in, in December he unveiled the uh, the. D1 the, the please
3: don't kill us plan.
2: Yeah, it, well, and that's the way they have to operate because was it Project D1 is what he called yeah. it. Project D1 was all right, the school we have the haves and the have-nots, we can't ignore having the haves and the have-nots anymore. There that idea that we're going to break the FBS into two separate groups now and say you know, the Boise States, San Jose States of the world, the Maxions.
3: We're going to stop holding everybody up as if, as if they're on the same playing field. You guys really
2: don't play for a national championship now, and we're not going to pretend that you do moving forward. Yeah. That, I think, is okay. But as that project moves forward, the Big Ten and the SEC are the two conferences that are going to have to form how it all looks because
3: we all know super conferences we're heading down that path and is and, where it's going to lie and what's been really interesting is, is alongside this same kind of, of legislation these deal makings the reason why i, I keep just hammering that the ncaa goes going away is that when this power vacuum is, is going on right now when there's these back and forths and the the, the, the seismic shift, so to speak in, in the in the landscape as the sec and big ten are conglomerating and and pulling together and pooling together this power, Tennessee and Virginia and their attorney generals right now are slamming an injunction down Mm -hmm. on the NCAA, or there's a hearing next week to slam or two weeks to slam an injunction down about the NCAA's uh, push to uh, hammer Tennessee over NIL and, and booster allegations. And that is now the eighth active lawsuit among multiple states against the NCAA they are getting their rear ends handed to them. Hook, line, sinker, across the board when it comes to legal legislation. And when you look at that, it is just the NCAA trying to show some sort of relevancy so that they can show some saber rattling. We matter, we're real, but in reality, it's out there for everybody to see. They aren't winning on any level. They will be pushed down. They will be subservient to the SEC, to the Big Ten. They will... I think the, the NCAA is trying... Three years ago, I think they still had people convinced that they mattered at this level. Since that time period and through realignment and throughout everybody else's scene is where this is going, I think the vast majority of people at the top have realized that the the oil barons of the past, the, the, the Carnegie's and the steel, they're gone. That is all to the
2: point though, that has been the most ridiculous part. And I I don't know why it isn't say said more that the NCAA, (laughs) they are their own bosses. Mm -hmm. That's the dumbest part about it is that the NCAA is run by the member institutions. They have quite literally done this to themselves. Yes.
3: And I think that has to do with the, <laughs> the inability, particularly in the Pac-12, from the presidents to have the foresight to see what was coming well, and to not adjust to what their ADs and their advisors and the people in those and, worlds were telling them was coming. And this is where
2: the dumbest part the NCAA has always had is they've all said— look we division three all the way up to division one we're all under one umbrella no you're, no, you're not, not and you shouldn't be <laughs> like that's I'm the sorry. problem dummy <laughs> Linfield College should have no say over what Alabama does no like that and that has always been the biggest eye roll that I give is why in the world are we and they have different divisions that operate under different rules we know that but decision making on enforcement and rules that that are that Recruiting violations should not be heard by anybody else except for the universities and the institutions that are on your level because they don't understand what you're going what, through. What were well, the differences? And this yes. is why the Big Ten and the SEC are joining forces in this, which, look, we've seen this before. Remember the alliance? That worked out well. Mm-hmm. But
3: <laughs> but again, what was it? It was a power vacuum. It was it, it, yeah. There was an opportunity, and the, and the, the big ate the small. But this is where you go, they
2: are finally saying, we need to make our own rules and decide how everybody else operates. And I think that Charlie Baker, the new president of the NCAA, is actually taking the right steps moving forward because they won't be able to survive. They know it unless they give the—because this has nothing to do with quite literally 90% of the institutions that make up the NCAA. This have the the only all of these lawsuits, they are only being taken by the top programs, the top athletic departments, because they're the ones that are going, we we play by a different set of rules. We nobody else knows what we're going through, but we're held to the same standards as these other schools are. It's ridiculous. Like Portland State is a fraction of the the athletic department of the University of Tennessee, yet they're both division one. They're both division one. Same thing. Same, same. That shouldn't be. And so instead of like breaking away from the NCAA, actually make these divisions make sense, NCAA. And don't sit there and pretend like it's one cohesive family. And I think that's what the Big Ten and the SDC are trying to do is say, no. Because even in their own conferences, they've got they have the haves and the have nots within them.
3: Yeah, and that's the thing is I I think when we get to the end of this, and it's going to be interesting to see if there isn't some czar that's named there should be ahead of this that football and basketball. Should yes. Just that should, be should break off into their own and you end up having some commissioner of football commissioner of basketball that essentially rivals what we see in professional sports because we're at that level. Yep. Yep. I'm in. So, all right. Coming up next, our worst day on the web, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure I give you the at. But first, is a big Kahuna sports and update.
0: I hear they got
1: some tasty burgers. This is a football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty,
2: brought to you by the Odyssey app
1: on 1080 The Fan. It's time for today's worst day on the web. <laughs> With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. Well,
3: right out of the gate, I'll just let you know it's in Florida. That'll set the framing for this. Florida! The headline to the story is, and no, this is not an ad lib, Mom banned from dropping kids off at Christian school due to OnlyFans ad on her car. Now, let's kind of work through this. Uh, the OnlyFans ad is not for a cooking show. Or okay. comedy, okay. I have on Twitter been inundated with OnlyFans comedy ads in my feed.
2: All this tells me is that Elon Musk's push to get advertisers on on X Across is not happening because I get all of these things too. I have never, uh, I, I've never been to OnlyFans, but all I get is OnlyFans. In like... Cheech
4: and Chong, uh... Uh, Cheech and Chong, uh... All I get is the the right-wing ads now on mine, which, you know how that fits me.
2: I I feel like they know their audience right now.
3: But... There's been this big push, I guess, to, to 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 branch OnlyFans out from what it is. I get some sex toys every now and then that pop up on there, mm. and I'm like, what is th- what is
2: happening it's, here? Yeah. And I
4: wonder if that's happening for kids too. Old uh, Lane Kiffin's hire? <laughs>
2: yes, A little Glasgow. Probably that's wise because wow. I got you guys over Bi- here and Billy- it's picking Bi- it up on my phone. Billy Glasscock, may.
3: You know, spark some particular ads in your. Yeah,
2: I'm my algorithm is not fitting me though with my ads. No,
3: no, don't be wrong. I, I watch, like, on social media, the Let's thing see. that I probably watch the most is stand up comedy. It's the thing that I probably search the most. Yeah. So maybe it's grabbing that for the oh. crossover hey, content. There you go. It's, so it's kind of working. Okay. So, Good. okay. Um, But no, this woman looks like you would expect her to look. She certainly fits a, a profile of uh, tanned blonde um, that has an OnlyFans ad. Hmm. Uh, but she is a mom of okay. said parent or said children at a Christian school who is now being banned from the parking lot, and her kids are being forced to walk blocks down the street unless she removes the ad from the back of her car.
2: All of a sudden, an uptick in dads at drop off at, <laughs> at this school can't understand why. And
3: in case you're wondering, the 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 uh, link you might want her na- her name is Piper Fawn.
4: Oh, of course it is. Mm-hmm. Well, I believe that's the. I believe that's her. You know, OnlyFans name. Point. Yes, yes. No, that's what I'm saying. If you yeah. if, for research re- for yeah. research purposes, mm-hmm. it's not her real name. But yeah, that'd be too.
2: Well, it says here in the. Well, it says here in the, uh, in the article, like she's just out there with her real name, Michelle, Michelle Klein. Klein. Like I, that also. I mean, she's on video too. Putting oh, your that, real name out yeah. there kind of defeats the purpose. Defeats the purpose of having Piper Fawn. Yeah, as your adult con like she's putting the quiet part out loud here so like you
3: might as well just go by michelle client at this point
2: because of it was she's putting the she's putting the school on blast too because the school is liberty christian prep she's putting it all out there for
3: every i have a feeling her and, kids
4: won't be going to this school for much longer
3: Yeah, and the uh but they'll
4: probably still get an enrollment spike
3: well at least maybe maybe some dad single dad's taking tours yeah just you know, just throwing that out there, uh, but she goes by, or she she's on on record here. She says her adult content is her business and her way of life. She says my husband and I had this, you know, little wild, you know, behind closed doors lifestyle that we've decided to share.
2: <laughs> you know, you know. Well, I. No, I don't know, but I guess we're gonna have to go find out what Piper Fawn's up to, in in order to find out what the you know is.
3: I mean, yeah, I mean for for research purposes. Ah.
2: Is it bad that I feel bad? For, like I'm like the kid. Imagine being those kids though, getting dropped off at that. Oh, school, I mean, dude. they
3: all know at this point, and and if this is a high school, those those boys, mm. they've all they've all they all know. They all know.
4: I wonder how many fights they've gotten.
3: Or Wilkins, yeah. Well, I mean, I, guess I think it'd is, probably be the other way around. Like, hey, they're not can we come men. over?
4: <laughs>
3: yeah. Hello, Mrs. Robinson?
2: It, and that's the question, though. Is it better to have it this way or have the fact that these kids go to school and they're like, hey, dude, I saw your mom on the Internet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw your mom on the Internet and have that come to life. Whereas... We can all deduce from this that she can't even drive her car on school grounds any longer, mm-hmm. that they are the social pariahs of this school. Like, nobody is 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 messing with the Fawn slash Klein family.
3: Well, if they are... At Liberty Christian what, Prep. What they're doing is... What we need to do is we need to go around this, this this particular school's parking lot. Public school, this would not be an issue. No, we just need to see which which schools have the loofahs on the antennas. I feel like that's the situation we're dealing with yeah, here. I this feel, is Florida.
2: I feel we are going to find out a lot more about the other kids at that school based on the uptick of who goes that website. This is masterful marketing at the expense of their children and their school that they sure. go to. Because... the. Piper Fawn is now no I would have had no idea who that is I but bet now you here we one are one
3: person that is listening right now at least one person has googled it Oh
4: yeah probably somebody has
3: at least one person Yes See I wonder though about like the when we get to this commercial break it will kids be at least are two
2: set up for a very long road to success in their life despite
4: the fact they're going to private school well, I guarantee you neighbors live on the same street whatever you, there are some 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 neighbor kids parents that are like you're you're not going over to that house
3: or Hey, let's go over to their house. They seem like they're fun to party with. Where's the bowl that I put my keys in? Mm-hmm. No, no,
2: no, no, no. I'll go pick Johnny up.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. You've had a rough day. Oh, your mom's working, huh?
4: Well, I have a few minutes. I can come and stay for a while. <laughs> I'll, I'll be back in an hour, hour and a half. They only live two minutes away. Uh, traffic.
3: Yeah, tra- they're filming something. Filming. <laughs> what? This is... I could, I don't. I don't know who I feel bad or worse for. It's the kids. It's the kids, one hundred percent. But look, I've I've told you guys this off air. I have. I have somebody who worked works actively in that industry that I've known for a very long time that makes literally tens of millions of dollars. And I look. I am not. I I jokingly say we don't kink shame on this show, but also at the same time. Maybe it's not the best idea to throw the giant advertisement out at the high school for something... Or
2: elementary school.
3: (laughs) At schools. Well, non-university. Look, you're in
2: college.
4: Go go for it. it. I'll put it this way. I don't know how many high school kids are getting dropped off by mommy.
2: I know... I know a lot of... Hmm. like That's a great point. Fair point. But I know people that work in you know elementary schools they'll say like their kids get dropped off and the parent that dropping off is is the one that has the big stickers with the double barrel middle fingers across their entire back window of oh, their yeah.
4: car and it's like yikes it's <laughs> the know? naked lady mud, fla- mud flaps and the truck nuts yeah well i don't know anything
2: i don't know why that naked lady mud flaps are such a big deal right it's just a silhouette jeff
3: <laughs> but also we do kind <laughs> come of come on we when do kind nipples, of pick and sh- pearl clutching over there we we do pick and choose what we 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 clutch our pearls about yeah
2: yeah, yeah. selective but outrage. It just uh, take your kids to the public school, and subscriptions will go up, and life will still be very difficult. On those honestly, kids. I think
3: the subscriptions are higher than the public at the private schools. You
2: well, got, that got, is you got, a got great more point. money, and they're probably kinkier. The people that are the most outraged about this are one hundred percent the subscribers, the <laughs> ones that are secretly the ones definitely knowing who Piper Fawn is, and every complaint is a confession. <laughs>
3: Yeah, you know. One hundred percent. That's weird. If I look at my donor list, some of these last names on these credit cards I've seen at the PTA list.
4: That was donor with a D, correct? Donor. Yeah. Donor. 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 Yes. Well,
2: just look at the outrage like the, that whole Falwell documentary.
3: Oh yeah. You oh, know?
2: Boy. We like and how they were the They were the ones screaming the loudest about- And isn't this
3: Liberty High School?
2: uh, Liberty Christian Prep, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Liberty Christian Prep. (laughs) But those they were the ones about the downfall of society and how awful things are. Meanwhile, they're stooping the pool boy and- uh, Well,
4: wait. No, he was watching the pool boy stoop his wife. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Not like that's a storyline
2: that for makes, everything that they're complaining about. Yeah, because that makes it better. <laughs> there's a video. Jeez, there's a video.
3: Well, I mean, if she really wanted to go the text, other hand way, up
2: googled. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if she really wanted to go the other way with it, she she could use like Liberty Christian Prep, like clothes. No, Oh,
2: that's how you get your kids absolutely booted.
3: Yeah, but I mean, if you want to go full nuclear,
2: probably a lawsuit too.
4: Coming at that point. I mean, what are they going to sue for? I mean, there's got to be some sort of a defamatory something. I don't think it can damage to reputation. Good luck proving it. Maybe just I like mean, there's video evidence. Well, proof, but no, that it's damaging.
3: <laughs> uh, it generated uh, revenue. Enrollments I was up. Say yeah, I was <laughs> like, <laughs> enrollments up now. That's not the only especially thing, especially in Florida. Oh, so goodness. I don't know. Uh, speaking of things that generate a lot of money and uh, make your eyebrows raise, how much do you think a suite? at the Super Bowl cost. We'll get to that and the insanity of that and more. Can be Danny and Dusty today, The Fan?
1: This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty.
3: Brought to
2: you by the Odyssey
1: app. On 1080, The Fan.
3: Now we talked about the insanity that ensued uh, well, starting really about 15 years ago. As fans of of the old football game, the big game as it were, have been pushed out the door by prices. The 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 cheapest get in ticket I think we said last week was basically $6700. Dusty, what do you think the cheapest suite is for the Super Bowl? The che- cheapest suite.
2: Well, how many seats do you get in a suite? Uh
3: in the, in the in the smallest suite it is 4. If four four person food and drink covered,
2: food and drink covered is a big one there because I've seen that like some of the most expensive like lower bowl tickets are between like fifty five and ninety thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So I'll just say if you meet in the middle of those, I'll say about seventy thousand dollars a pop. So you're at two hundred eighty thousand,
3: close three hundred three hundred thousand dollars is the cheapest suite. Cheapest, sweetest, three hundred thousand
2: dollars for four people four to people. go to. That's bananas.
3: Three hundred thousand dollars is
2: seventy five thousand dollars a person
3: to go to a three hour football game. Hundred thousand dollars an hour. Well, don't kid. No, no, no. Super Bowls are four and a half hour <laughs> games. <laughs> so let's 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 say in an usher concert. And an usher concert. With friends. In Las Vegas.
2: this uh, That's absurd. That's absolutely absurd. Think of that. $300,000. So, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, Mm -hmm. his salary is $870,000 per year. After taxes, that's basically Brock Purdy's entire salary would be for his mom, dad, and two siblings to go to the game would be for them to go in that suite. Think of that! The starting quarterback... For the, the San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl would use his entire year's earnings to make sure his family could sit in a suite if he if he chose that option. Yes,
3: and Lisa McCaffrey, <laughs> the mother of Christian McCaffrey, wife to uh the McCaffrey Ed. Ed wide receiver, uh, on her podcast uh mentioned that Christian, who does make a lot of money mm. and his girlfriend mm. cannot afford to put the family up in their suite because it would be more than that amount of people. Well, who is
2: he dating? Olivia uh, uh, Colpo? Culpo, right? yeah. Isn't that what it is? Yes. Olivia, Olivia Culpo? Yeah. Ooh, she's hot. Yes.
3: Good uh, for you, uh, Also has money. And they cannot afford the suite that would put everybody up in one because the suite that they would need to put everybody up in one costs two two and $2.5 and that the
2: right there is why Travis and Jason Kelsey have a side hustle of doing a podcast,
3: despite the fact they're NFL football players. The number one sports podcast in the world. Travis is going to have to take out a loan from his girlfriend so his family can sit up in the suite. Think, I mean, <laughs> think how insane this is for them to get that suite? Taylor had to foot it.
2: <laughs> I think between like Mahomes, because Mahomes and Kelsey always sit together, yeah. I bet between the two of them, they... They, they've got that thing covered. It's a pretty penny, though. And those tickets are a ton. Like, watching the Kelsey documentary on, on Prime.
3: Yeah, when they when they get, last year, getting everybody, was it was 40 people, and, yeah. and she Kylie looks like, we can't do this.
2: It was so much And money. Jason just
3: said, we're going to do it. Just write the, cut the check. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. And you can just see the, the abject, clearly she is the one in the family who handles the finances, because as the, person in the, in the relationship between my wife and I, who knows the finances, that look was very familiar that Kylie had, where I've had my wife say, "Ah, oh, well, you know, just do it. And I'm sitting there going, ha, 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 no, no.
2: it's a real feeling. That's a real feeling <laughs> you, right the,
3: there. The abject dread across her face. And that
2: was 40 just for their side? Yeah. Travis was playing in that Super Bowl, too. <laughs> There were two Kelsey brothers in that. So uh, Matt, the demand that these players go through, and this is why they always say, they this week that we're going through right now is the week that every player just dreads and why they always say have somebody in charge of your tickets. Have somebody that is your no person because you don't want to have it put on you because it lingers with you. There's people along the way, whether it's like your high school football coach, best friends from high school, college, whatever, who are saying, hey, can you hook it up with the ticket? And these guys, even though they do get the player discount and they're getting them at face value, face value is still through the effing moon. Yes,
3: and... Look, these guys make money, but they spend a lot of money. And and like it's it's it is expensive to be an NFL player.
2: There's also so many tickets that you are afforded the ability to purchase out of the mm-hmm. block. So, after you go through those tickets, then you're buying out of pocket too. Yes. That's the that's the bananas part about this thing is how much demand is on them, but the fact that a luxury suite for one of the best players in the National Football League, Christian McCaffrey, who is an MVP. we say the joke about Brock Purdy. Christian McCaffrey literally is an MVP caliber player.
3: And has MVP caliber salary. And he's going, can't I can't afford this. Can't
2: afford this suite.
3: Combined with it. the earnings from his father and his girlfriend. Like dang man. They can't and that's this thing is like two and a half Dusty, two and a half million dollars for a couple hours it's crazy like where I, I I am not a uh you know full communist in the sense of like th- th- this this has got to end all now but like there has to be a limit to this
2: the NFL won't though. And it's the secondary market that's killing it too. But the NFL well, starts, I mean, with, sets the bar. But the Swedes the, isn't hard though. The Swedes are controlled crazy. by
3: the league because of the security and everything else. That's that so go, crazy. It goes into that. But two and a half million, man.
2: Two and a half million dollars. That's absolutely bananas. I mean, that's
3: that's that's more than league minimum in the NBA.
2: We've got. Well, yeah, it's twice as much as almost. Well, it is twice as much as league minimum in the NFL.
3: One point eight is the league minimum in the NBA
2: nuts there is this is something that just we've talked about all the storylines that just get bashed over our head Super Bowl here's one that is not coming up and I think we we need to discuss this and we're going to do it right now because it's a very short discussion which one do you every Super Bowl it's uh where all the strippers are coming in from Vegas mm. they don't need to go anywhere they get to they're stay all locally. at home. They just get to stay home. Oh, all yes. the working girls get to stay at home.
3: Yeah, that is true. Whether they're the escorts or the strippers, they get to they get but to I'm, have a nice uh
2: the Super is great for but, them. But
3: I will say the, the 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 talent that will be coming from out of town will be Olympic level. All of the nations absolutely will, will All of the nations will be represented. They
2: absolutely will
3: be. They should have like a like an Olympic parade for them. Like bite like you have your nation- national flags,
2: I feel like if you go to the right place, you, you can, can probably find pay for that? that, yeah, they have that. <laughs> <Is> that <laughs> they have that there. is that at the
3: bunny ranch? I don't,
2: <laughs> boy, I don't know if they do it quite there. I think if we're talking more eyes wide shut type places, like if you can afford a suite at the Super Bowl, you get you have the those that parade of nations that you're talking about, yeah, like that kind of party. like an opening
3: ceremonies type yeah, thing, yeah,
2: man, yeah, man,
3: I feel like that I feel like the, I feel like that would be uh. Something else you could throw maybe on an OnlyFans bumper sticker. You
2: know, the Olivia Culpas and mm. Ed McCaffrey's of the world—they're gonna have to slum it with the rest of people. Sorry,
3: you, shoulder to shoulder in the real seats. You're gonna have to be next
2: to the real people who paid eighty thousand dollars to go to go and watch that's that the Super Bowl thing.
3: Like somehow, like that—that's better. <laughs> you know what I mean, it's it was, nine like, grand to get in. Good. God, man. Oh, man. All right. Well, a hiring happened yesterday, and you texted me immediately. Well, I should say immediately. <laughs> Danny's About back. T- 12 minutes after the hire, saying, I want to see the mental gymnastics on this. I'll tell you right now, I stuck the landing on the dismount five minutes before he sent the tweet. We'll get to that hiring and more coming up here in hour number three on Danny and Dusty, Danny the Fan.